For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today, our guest is Nick Delamere, Professor and Department Head in Physiology in our College of Medicine. Nick studies a number of cellular mechanisms related to the function of our eyes, and one area of focus, and that's a pun, is how our lenses work, the lenses in our eyes. Thanks for joining us, Nick. Oh, it's my pleasure. So tell us, what does the lens in our eye do? So the eye, you can think of the eye like a living camera. You've got uh, tissues that are transparent, and they let the light come from outside and let you build an image on your retina. And in order to focus that, just as you focus a, a camera, we have a lens in the eye. And the lens isn't as some people might think, the cornea, the front clear surface, the window to the eye, but it's situated in the middle of the eye and it focuses the light neatly on our retina. And what's wonderful, it can change and let you focus from looking at the newspaper to looking at the far distant horizon. And it's made of cells. So you have a lens that has in its center the cells that you formed when you were a fetus. And you will preserve these cells for your lifetime. Cells are specialized. These lens cells are, are, are transparent. And some cells, the lens is one of them, can live for a very long time. They live as long as we do. Studies on the Greenland shark, a, a species of shark that lives in cold waters, they were found to have lived an estimated average of 272 years. Some of them were, were put at, at, at upwards towards 400 years. So this is a living vertebrate living for that long. What they used to find and gauge its lifespan was analyzing the lens. Back in the 50s and the 60s, we had governments who were testing atomic weapons. And they tested these in the atmosphere, and the atmosphere became such that it contained radioactive particles of carbon. These particles of carbon were accumulated by every living thing on the planet. And they were even accumulated by the Greenland shark. So by looking at the Greenland shark's lens, they were able to gauge that these cells that were made during the 50s and the 60s were a certain depth in the lens and they were able to estimate, like counting tree rings, how old the Greenland shark was. Perhaps you could tell us about how the lens isn't uniform in its ability to refract light and in ourselves, but then how artificial lenses that are used to replace lenses with cataracts maybe do or don't make use of this change in the density of the lens at its center compared to its edges. So our lens is, is uh, so clever in its homeostasis that what it does is shifts water out of the cells in the center of the lens uh, and it shifts them out to such a degree that the center of the lens becomes almost compacted. And that serves to make the, 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 the refractive index, the focusing power of the center of the lens greater than the refractive index of the surface. This is really amazing because what the body has grown is a lens that, that is, has very low spherical aberration. That means that, that it, it's a very accurate lens. Are artificial lenses that are used uh, nowadays also um, designed to, to handle spherical aberration in the same way? So the artificial lenses are very good, and they're not designed in the same way, but they have low spherical aberration. 
the limitation to artificial lenses when they were first produced was that the artificial lens was a fixed focus and uh, the, the artificial lens could give you distance vision or it could give you near vision but it could not be changed and and that has you know researchers have tried to find a way to to shift the structure of the artificial lens that's proved very difficult the thing that grabs my attention is that people are are interested in the concept that you could replace the cells of the lens with stem cells and have the lens grow anew uh, and this has been done in in certain laboratory studies it i would say this is a little bit off in the distant future for us but one day i'm sure that people will be able to to grow a new lens by putting different cells inside the the, the old lenses capsule or the bag that it came in. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.